0: Today's NBA Now is focused on all of the latest NBA trade rumors, and there's three main topics we're going to hone in on. We're going to start with Zion Williamson, then move our way to LA after they just hung a banner for the NBA in-season tournament. Are they moving on from d And P.J. Tucker is unhappy with his role in the Clippers City, so could he be on the move as well? I'm Nick Roloff. Before we hop in to today's show, I want to get you guys the opportunity to to get the good vibes out there. Do not jinx it. You want your favorite team to win the NBA title this year? Like this video. It can't hurt, right? Don't jinx it. Hit that like button on today's show. Uh, let's dive into the lead, which is around the big man. Yeah, big man in New Orleans. Sorry, I had to make that little joke myself there. But Zion Williamson got called out by Stephen A. Smith on ESPN about his weight and. He's not the only one concerned about Williamson in New Orleans because the latest reports surrounding Zion Williamson on the Pelicans are that the front office and the organization are concerned about Zion's eating habits and his overall um, game shape, right? So. It is what it is. I mean, Zion's a big guy. You just look what he did at Duke, right? Like, he was slim. He was fit. He was dominating. And now, obviously, he's a little bit bigger in the NBA. But Stephen A. Smith, this is what he said on his show. Absolutely ridiculous, if you ask me. But this is what he said. I'm not exaggerating. I'm quoting people. You've got chefs in New Orleans who love him. They're looking for him. Every chef wants to meet him. The word out on Zion Williamson is that he'll eat the table. That is an absolute wild quote. Eat the table? Stephen A. Smith had no words held back for Zion Williamson. And the thing is, though, he's still been good this season. As we are filming this, he's played in 20 games. He's averaging 23 a night. The efficiency is what makes Zion Williamson So damn good in the NBA though, 58.4% from the field. He's shooting 33% from the three point line, which is also pretty good, if you ask me, for a power forward that is mostly known for his ability to get to the rim. And the truth is around Zion Williamson is that he is incredibly gifted, right? I mentioned those days at Duke. There's a reason why he was the number one overall pick the force he plays with. He is so dang good when getting to the rim, finishing over people, finishing around people. It's all about durability and health with the left hander in New Orleans. If he's able to stay healthy and maybe get in better shape and have that durability for the entire season, he could be one of the best players in the NBA and maybe even lead New Orleans deep into the playoffs. I'd love to see Zion get in better shape and get back to how he was playing at Duke and uh, maybe he can help lead the Pelicans to the promised land for what would it be the first time in their franchise history. But I want you to call it right now. Will Zion Williamson get traded? Is the concerns in New Orleans warranted? And will they move on from the left-hander? Type T if you think he gets traded. Type S if he stays in New Orleans long term. I'll say this. I hope Zion stays in New Orleans because I like the Pelicans team. They got a gifted scoring guard in the backcourt of CJ McCollum. They've got the wing in Brandon Ingram with Zion down low. They got Valanchunas and they got two of my favorite role-playing wings in the league in Trey Murphy and Herb Jones. People forget Herb Jones won Defensive Player of the Year in his one year with Nate Oates at Alabama. And Trey Murphy, every time I watch the Pelicans, I swear he doesn't miss a three. I like their roster. If Zion, B.I., and C.J. McCollum could all stay healthy, and you get those contributions from their role players, don't forget about Jose Alvarado as well. Jordan Hawkins, the rookie out of UConn, the sniper. I think something's building in New Orleans, and if Zion's able to figure it out, stay on the court, we might have something brewing special down in the New Orleans County. Next up on the show, are the Lakers openly shopping D'Angelo Russell? It's an intriguing idea. He's actually had a pretty decent year, but Sam Amico of Hoopswire had this to say just a couple of days ago. Russell's having a nice season, though, and the Lakers are actively looking to move him Sources told Hoopwire. It feels like D'Angelo Russell is always being shopped, right? He started his career with the Lakers as the number two pick. Then he was traded. Then he was traded again. And now he's back in the L.A. Like, it, it's just weird to see D'Angelo always being shopped. And he's actually had a good year, as Sam Amico pointed out. We'll dive more into that in a second. But if you guys aren't playing prize picks on a daily basis, you are just missing out. Is the number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and I play it every single day. That is no exaggeration. It's daily fantasy made easy, and all you got to do is pick two to six player stat projections, pick more than or less than, and depending on how many guys you pick, you can go and win up to 25 times your money. I'm keeping it simple for NFL Week 15. I'm looking at two QBs got Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. I'm taking more than on both of their passing yards. I like 224 and a half for Lamar. He's playing a Bad Jacksonville defense on Sunday Night Football. And between Cowboys-Bills, that's a big-time game. I expect Josh Allen to show up. You can take my picks. You can fade my picks. But make sure you join me over at PrizePix. PrizePix.com slash CLNS. You'll get a first deposit match up to $100. You're essentially losing money if you don't take advantage of that deal. One more time, prizepickscom slash CLNS. And use code CLNS to get that first deposit match up to $100. I mentioned Delo's playing good, and like I said with Zion, we are filming this as he has played 23 games, so if by the time this video goes out, if he throws up a stinker, well, had nothing to do about that. But before, he had 16 points a game, he's averaging 6 assists, but the efficiency for Russell is what has really made me perk my interest almost. 48% from the field for Delo, and 40% from beyond New York, that are good numbers, and you're asking yourself, well, if he's playing that good, why would they trade D'Angelo Russell and be actively shopping him? Well, it feels like Rob Palenka might have larger plans in place for this Lakers roster. Could they try to parlay his good season alongside maybe another role player in first round picks to get a valuable asset, a bigger asset? Looking at you, maybe Zach Levine. Obviously, he is gonna be injured right now, and there's reports that when he allegedly will come back from an injury. It lines up with when D'Angelo Russell and Rui Hachimura can be traded. Maybe Rob Palenka has his eyes set on the shooting guard from the Windy City, but obviously the concerns about D'Lo are more with his mindset and his defensive ability, but you cannot question his offensive talent. But what say you? Will Rob Palenka and the Los Angeles Lakers trade D'Angelo Russell? If you think they do, type Y. If they will keep D'Lo in your mind, type your N. To close out today's show, let's talk about the other team in L.A., in the Los Angeles Clippers, because is P.J. Tucker asking his way out of the Clippers' roster? He has not got a lot of PT, and he's not happy about it. Tucker said, I feel like I still got a lot to contribute to a team able to win, whether that's here or somewhere else. I know myself. I know my worth. I know what I bring to the table. I know what I have brought in the past. I know what I can continue to bring. And with that, I want to be able to go to a good team that I can be able to help that. And he's got a point because he has not been able to help the Clippers since being traded there in the James Harden deal from Philly. He's only played 14 and a half minutes a night in the 12 games with the Clippers. And as you see on screen, oh boy, those numbers are absolutely brutal. Listen, P.J. Tucker is not a scoring caliber player. 1.2 points per game, 28% from the field, 27% from three. I mean, that's as bad as it gets. But to be honest, I do think he can still contribute in the NBA. I mentioned he's not a scorer, and you don't expect to get much out of him. But if you put him in the right situation... He can absolutely bring five points to the table while still being an elite defender and bringing that mental toughness. Let's not forget, just two years ago, he was the starting power forward for the Miami Heat when they were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, and they were one game away from going to the NBA Finals where they lost Game 7 against the Boston Celtics. Tucker brings a gritty attitude. He'll be a good mentor to young guys, and he can still play, man. He's a valuable defender that can guard, the five, he can guard the four, he can guard the three. I mean, he has been a center at one point in his career when he was playing in the Houston Rockets system. I think he can play for a contender and it's just all about the question, which contender is going to step up and trade for PJ Tucker. PJ said he's open to staying with the Clippers if he gets an expanded role, but if he doesn't, he wants to go try to win a championship where he actually plays. So name the team that you think should trade for him. Honestly, I wouldn't hate to see a reunion with Miami. They do have a similar player younger out of Haywood Highsmith that plays almost the exact same way, but maybe they could look to get the veteran P.J. Tucker back in the 305. That's going to do it for today's video. If you want more NBA coverage, follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore I'm talking hoops on a daily basis, so go give me a follow, and if you do follow me, DM me, you know ball, and I'll follow you back.